And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hope you have a great day. Excited to spend a little bit of time with you here right now. It is a warm, warm day in SoCal. It's, uh, what is it, February 9th, but it's warm today, man. Um, it's like probably probably up to the end of the 80s <clears throat> today, and uh, that's pretty cool. I would have sh- literally punched me uh, a few years ago for saying something like that because February is one of the coldest months in Chicago, um, like it can just be brutal. I looked at the weather; it's only in the 30s right now, so that's that's uh, that's like summertime out there. Um, so I guess we have a heat wave across the across the United States, and um, yeah, so it was cool. I went out for I went and got a uh, I did a meeting today. Um, you know, old school network. I'm just kidding, um, but I did I did have a meeting with a friend from uh, from church, um, and um, and that was cool. We were just talking about his business and things like that, and. Um, I got to drive, so I don't know if I've told you this, but I, I'm a big car guy, uh, you may know that, I'm into racing, <clears throat> used to be a mechanic, that was my first like real job, I went to trade school for to, to be a mechanic and stuff, and um, I grew up with a fascination for like j- the Japanese kind of hot rod cars, right, um, and I bought, I uh, flipped cars and had some help from my parents and I ended up buying, at the time, my dream car was a 300ZX twin turbo and I did a bunch of work to it, spent a bunch of money, blew a bunch of stuff up, asked my parents for money, <laughs> like, they helped me, um, all these things and, uh, yeah, I actually still have that car, um, it's in Chicago right now and, um, I, I've always wanted to finish it and, uh, I was just, I'm, I'm just kind of at the point where I just don't want to like mess with stuff too much. Um, but I want, still want that car, right? So, uh, what I actually did is I went and found a built version of the car. So built means it has all the modifications that I would have wanted. I found a built and finished version of it and I purchased it and it's here in California. And, um, and then the, the original version, the high school version, is still in Chicago. I'm actually going to sell that car. And I thought about it a lot. I'm like, am I going to be disappointed if I sell it? And, you know, it's got so much memories and blah, blah, blah. 
and you know I I was like oh, him and Han so I, so I was like I don't know why so I bought the new one and when I got into the new one I'm like oh my gosh this thing is amazing um and I'm like okay whatever so it basically feels just like my original one it's just way more put together <laughs> so uh anyway I'm looking at it now I'm standing out on the balcony if you can't tell and and uh and uh, I drove it around today, and it was just 80 degrees. It was by the ocean. It was just amazing and coolest thing. And so uh, that was a lot of fun. It's kind of a little victory for me. It's all in all, it's a fairly inexpensive car if for like a like a dream car. It's it's not my current dream car. I don't really have a dream car. I just like so many of them. I've got millions. All all all, all cars are my favorite. But um, <clears throat> it was my high school dream. You know, my kind of my early college dream was to have a fully built. 300 CX twin turbo, uh, perfect body, perfect paint, you know, uh, all the go fast parts you could want. Um, and, uh, and so it was cool. So it's, it's, it's a little victory. Um, and, uh, and what's kind of cool about stuff like that is, you know, it's, uh, uh, it was very expensive for, you know, little, uh, younger Zach and, um, it's a, it's a huge discount for, from a lot of the other cars that, that, uh, that I, that I look to purchase. Um, and, uh, even the other, the other car that I drive around, which is a, which is an M5. And so, um, so that's pretty cool. But, uh, anyway, I'm just looking at it right now. So that made me think of it. Um, but I want to spend a few minutes talking with you about, about not taking action and the, and the true cost of that. Because I think a lot of us don't really think about that stuff in reverse. So, you know, as an example, you know, going on about a year ago, I really needed to crack YouTube ads, okay? Now, we teach Facebook ads in our program right now, um, and we... We'll probably teach YouTube ads here soon, but I wanted to make sure that we had cracked the code for real, for real before I taught anything. Because unlike some people, I like to actually get results first before I teach it. But <clears throat> I'm just being snarky. Um, so about a year ago, uh, we had hired, um, you know, we had uh, asked someone to take care of our YouTube ads. They didn't do that good of a, they did an okay job, let me rephrase, they did an okay job. Um, and then we tried to hire uh, an agency and, um, and they didn't do the greatest job. And at this point, it had been probably, I don't know, almost 12 months. And we weren't getting the results that we wanted with YouTube ads. And so I was like, I, speak to, I, sp- I, speak, I spoke with my marketing mentor. And I basically, you know, just kind of told him what was going on. He said, well, Zach, you're, one of your, pow- your superpowers is advertising. So this is just something that you need to do. And I was like, oh, dang it. So, so I was like, okay, well, I need to do this, right? I need to learn this and, 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 and own this part of the business. And so I dug up some courses that I'd purchased, like, you know, like those knee-jerk reaction things that you do sometimes. You just buy random, random crap. So I bought a few courses on YouTube ads and stuff over the years, and um, I went and reviewed them, and they were okay. But I, but I realized that, you know, I needed something a little bit more in-depth with some ongoing coaching and things. And so I kind of searched around. Asked, I asked my marketing mentor. I asked a few other people about who's the best, you know, YouTube ads coach, and uh, stuff like that. And I got the same name from a few people. And so I went and um, you know looked at looked at the program, looked at the, its coaching program, all this stuff. And you know it was it was it was pretty expensive. It was uh, you know it was um, it was like uh, I think it was six thousand. It was five thousand or six thousand, and then I ended up spending. Um, 
ended up spending another seven or eight thousand on uh, additional stuff to help the business in in, in the YouTube ads way um, from this person, and um, and uh, that was just over the course of a couple months or one month or something, um, and. You know, that was like, oh man, I don't, like, you know, like you never want to just like come out of pocket that no matter what you have, you know. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's a place you're just making tens of millions and, you know, you don't even notice a 6,000 leaving. And so while we definitely had it, it's still, I'm like kind of making sure that I want to spend it, right? And what I was doing is I was, I was measuring like, okay, what am I going to get from this, right? What am I going to get from this program? from this coaching, from this course, all this stuff, like, what am I going to learn? And you know, to be honest, I'm at this, at the, even at that point, we had an established company. Um, I, I can't sit around and watch a course all day, right? Like, I just can't do that. Like, I have to, like, I have to really, like, nail something hard and then move on to the next thing. Um, and I was thinking, like, man, do I want to spend, let's just call it, like, 12000 or it was probably 14000 I guess, $14,000 on all of this training and tools to help me with YouTube ads. And I was like, well, no, I really don't. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, I feel like I could probably figure this out myself. I'm a pretty smart guy. The information is already out there. Um, all I have to do is like search and I can put this together. I know I could. But so what? here's, here's, here's what I'm saying. I knew I could put it together. Like I knew that I could dissect what was going on out there. I could watch enough training on stuff I had and free stuff that people have put out there. And I know for sure that I could have put it together and I could have made YouTube ads work without spending any money on it. I did. I, I, I did believe that. And I still believe that now, even after we've cracked YouTube ads and it's been probably nine months of really solid performance on YouTube ads. Um, I still believe that I could have figured it out without spending any money on training or coaching or anything. <clears throat> But what I knew even then, back when I'm telling you, like when the story first took place, is that what if it takes me three extra months to figure this out? Like, what's the cost? And what the cost was is the cost was at that time, I would have not been able to generate as many leads as I needed to for my team. So the cost was um, every single lead that didn't go out, number one, wouldn't convert because there was never a lead. And two, um, my team would be like kind of pissed, like, you know, where the heck are the leads that we're supposed to be getting, right? Um, And really what it turned into when I really did the math on it is I could be leaving like tens of thousands of dollars a month or even a week on the table by not doing this as fast as I could. So if I wait three months, like if I slow down my process by three months, number one, I have three months longer of maybe people on my team not being uh, happy, right? And that's not good. You can't, you can't deal, you can't go three months with a bunch of people not being happy. Um, number two, uh, there's, like I said, tens of thousands of dollars a month or a week that would be left just gone. It just would never exist. It would never have existed. So the cost of an action was huge. The cost of an action was, you know, oh my goodness, like even if that's only 10 grand a week, you know, that's, that's 40,000 a month. That's 120,000. So me spending the 14,000 now to compress time. And if I can just do this three months faster, 
then without this, you know, I want to basically make 120 extra thousand dollars, which if you do the math, 120 minus 14, that's 126,000. I'm going to, by doing this, I'm actually going to make myself 126 grand because there's a really big cost to inaction. And now what I just played out for you, that's, that's very, I kind of played out a logical scenario for you. You're like, well, yeah, of course that makes sense. I would make investments in my business too. If I was, you know, able to make 10,000 a week or 20,000 a week or 50,000 a week, like, of course I would do that. It wasn't always like that. I've had to make these decisions when I was making $0 a week. You don't, you don't start these habits after you get results. You start them before you get results. So you have to measure the cost of an action here, uh, no matter what you're talking about. So if you're considering uh, a training program, a coaching program, even hours or whatever you're considering, or maybe it's just just doing the work. Maybe you already know what to do. You just haven't been doing the work. What is the cost of an action? Because there is a cost to action, meaning there's a cost to spending money. There's a cost to doing something. But there's always an inverse cost on everything. Because if I spend money on this, I can't spend money on that. If I t- spend my time on this, I can't spend my time on that. So, you know, uh, as an example, again, like there is a, there's a cost to my time. This is not me now. This is me back when I was making nothing. There's a cost to my time. And so I know what I should be doing, what my big rocks are on a daily basis. And one of my big rocks, I'll give you a quick example. My M5 is in the shop right now. Okay. The M5 is in the shop. I have told the service advisor repeatedly, do not call me. I do not have time to speak with you about the freaking car. To call my assistant. She will text me the bottom line details and I will answer her and she will do what she has to do. So what that means to me is all I have to do is look at a text message. I give an answer in 30 seconds. I'm done. But this guy hasn't been listening to me, and he has called me like four times, leaving me voicemails. I've called him back just to try to get these things taken care of, and I've left him like three voicemails. I had to make a call to my extended warranty company yesterday because he was because of his inadequacy, and I've probably spent a good thirty to forty minutes dealing with this stupid car. Finally, I just left a message and said, "Listen, dude, this is how you can do things. Do not call me again. Like, do not stinking call me again." Why am I doing that? Is it because I'm being a dick? No, it's because my if I spend my time on the phone with him, or dealing my my taking my brain space with the car, I can't give to my team. I can't generate a sale. I can't write an email that could impact tens of thousands of people. I can't make a video that could do the same thing, or a podcast, or spend time with you. Whenever you do something, you can't do another, and so. If you don't take action on your business, what that means is that since you're not taking action on your business, that means by default, there's no action being taken on your business. So you've chosen to not do something. You've chosen to not get results. And so when you compound the opportunity cost, that can get really, really bad. As an example, let's say that someone decides not to take action on their business for a few months. And that delays their success by a few months. Let's just say it's six. And let's just say their average income could have been 10. Well, not taking action in your business might not be just a zero loss. Like, oh, I didn't lose any money not taking action. No, you probably, you actually lost 60,000. So there's a cost in action. You understanding how to do these inverse kind of mental games, like what's the inverse of everything, allows you to make really 
calculated decisions. I'll give you a final example. We are um, hiring on somebody to help us with our um, you know, core website SEO and, and, and some of these some of these like underlying strategies that secure the foundation of a business. And honestly, I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay the monthly retainer fee. It kind of sucks. Uh, I really don't want to pay it. But I've calculated that by the end of the year, about 10 months from now, um, his work will probably produce about five times what I'm paying him per month. So right now it's going to really blow. It's going to be no fun at all. But in 10 months from now, every month I should make 5x what I pay him per month. So what does that mean? That means I'll be able to pay off all of my investment and break even in about a year from now. And everything that he puts in place will be free at that point. It'll be free. Also, I'm going to put myself and Rebels in a position where we're going to be very, very hard for a competitor to take us out. Very, very difficult. So what is the cost of an action? If I don't do it, will I save the money, the retainer fee every month? Yes, I'll save it. But I could get taken out by a competitor in a year. Now that is a very expensive problem. That could cost me millions, whereas this is only costing me his retainer fee. Does that make sense? So again, let's understand the cost of an action. Do this inverse calculation. Do a risk assessment on everything you do. Know this, that most of us were wired to do the wrong risk calculations. We were wired to always pull back and say, oh, I shouldn't spend that money because it's safer. When in fact, it's many times it's safer to take action. It's safer to actually move forward and maybe make an investment um, in whatever, a business, a, an actual investment, maybe it's a uh, information or coaching, or uh, maybe it's investing into your family or your wife or your son or daughter or husband, right? But many times, making the investment is actually a safer move than non-action. All right, guys, love you. Appreciate you. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank <laughs> you.